This episode of the Your Twin Soul Journey podcast was originally posted to the Card Reading Queen YouTube channel. You can find the original episode by going to cardreadingqueen.com slash YouTube. Make sure you subscribe while you're there so we can stay connected. Hey there, Sovereigns. Monica Grace from cardreadingqueen.com here. Today's content is uh, all about gender fluidity and how that plays out for twin souls. So this is uh, when we talk about the divine masculine and the divine feminine, uh, how do we reconcile that with um, understanding gender fluidity and how, um, you know, it's not necessarily a dichotomy. So some people may be experiencing that in their personal lives and wondering, well, you know, how does that relate to this twin soul journey with the masculine and the feminine? Before I get into that, I want to let you know how you can get and stay connected as this is how you can get free content and updates from cardreadingqueen.com and from me, Monica Grace. So go to facebook.com slash cardreadingqueen, cardreadingqueen.com slash YouTube for my YouTube channel, instagram.com slash cardreadingqueen, twitter.com slash Monica Grace CRQ. Pinterest.com slash cardreadingqueen, dailytwinsoul.tumblr.com, and then linkedin.com slash company slash cardreadingqueen. So please choose one of these um, if you would like to, and definitely get and stay connected to us there. Additionally, if you hear anything that you'd like to go deeper into, you can find all of the freebies that I mentioned in this content at cardreadingqueen.com slash freebies. So there is a list of all the freebies. All you have to do is sign up. It's, of course, completely free. So definitely check that out. Um, so let's talk about the dichotomy of the masculine and feminine. Um, and the gist here is what about the trend? You know, it's, it's obviously two different um, categorizations. So, you know, and a lot of times in the twin soul community, they, they say, and I, I have also posted this on my channel that you are either the masculine or the feminine in the relationship or in the union. So, um, how does this play out for the transgender community? This is a question that I've had recently as, um, a number of my friends have been transitioning, um, and consider themselves transgender. So I just wanted to um, be, you know, basically address it in my content. Um, so this is really a question of gender fluidity. So it's it's um, the idea that you um, either feel like you are a different gender than you were born with, or perhaps you just don't even respond. You know, you don't you don't identify with necessarily either gender, and so you consider yourself gender fluid or um, you know, non, non, uh, well, actually, I don't know. I don't know if I'm using that word correctly, so I don't want to say it, but, um, basically, um, you know, basically, um, understanding gender in a very different way, in a very, uh, non-traditional way and not looking at it as a binary, um, a binary categorization. Um, so additionally, um, so that is how we relate to gender. And then additionally, there, um, there are a lot of questions around how that plays out in a romantic relationship in terms of sexuality and attraction. Um, so, you know, are there twin souls who 
have never had a sexual or romantic relationship and never intend to. So can you, essentially, can you be, um, essentially just like best friends with your twin soul? So that's another question that, um, people have posed to me and I wanted to address my thoughts on that. Um, and in my content, typically I would say, um, if you have a close or intimate relationship with someone that um, doesn't include, you know, the physical aspect or the romance, then I would typically call that a soul family member. Um, and that's that's my understanding of it. Um, but that's not to discount that you could be twin souls. I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know. Um, so let me, let me explain more of that. So this is um, the way I consider that and I don't know, I, I hope these are, you know, not offensive terms, um, but the way I would consider that would be like either a sexuality and or an attraction fluidity. So being, being, um, you know, like, like being attracted to different things, um, basically. All right. So hopefully I'm, hopefully I'm using, um, terms that are not offensive because that is not my intention. So let me, let me go deeper into this and kind of explain. So here's my stance on this in my content. Um, so basically I respect another's understanding of this journey. Um, I also respect their journey and whatever they want to share. Um, I welcome their understanding, um, in, discussions on my channel, my social media, my website. I'm totally open to learning more about this journey. I don't consider myself an expert on the journey at all. I can only um, go as deep in teaching about this journey. Um, I can only go as deep as I have gone myself. So I certainly don't consider myself an expert. I, um, I try to help people who are, you know, maybe more toward the beginning of their journey or just who have not gone as, as deep into the journey as I have. Um, and, um, I, you know, again, I welcome any, any deeper understanding if, um, you have that. So I try to teach from my current understanding of that and that is constantly evolving. So I'm constantly learning new things about the journey. I'm constantly, um, updating my content to respect those new understandings. So if you're watching a video on my YouTube channel or listening to an old podcast, I may have shifted my stance on that already, you know, and especially as more time has passed, there may have been a shift for me. And so then I, you know, I try to like update my content as I go. Um, so, you know, and I, and I recognize my own, my own, um, inability to really know everything about this journey as, you know, as is the same for everyone. I don't think anyone has all the answers, all, you know, knows everything about this journey. I think we can all only teach from a place of, um, how deep we ourselves have gone. And so the other thing is I teach what has been useful to me. Um, and then, that's really coming from a place of my own understanding of it. So something I teach, for example, is um, I teach about how you can um, how you can do a, a signs and synchronicities test. So I call it the three by three by three signs and synchronicities test. So I teach how you can use that to um, confirm 
who your twin soul is. So that's a that's an example of something that has been useful to me. Now, if you are familiar with my work, you know that um, even though you can use that tool to confirm your twin soul, um, that's you're able to use that to confirm them at that level, basically. Um, so as you go deeper and deeper into your union, you c- kind of continue to question <laughs> who your twin soul is. Um, it's it's never like an it's never a question that you get fully answered. Um, so you can. You know, you can even get into union with the person that you believe is your twin soul and you can still be questioning, like, are we really twin souls? Like, that's a, that's like a very common thing that happens with people who are in union. So um, I, I teach those ideas um, if they've been useful to me. And that can even be if they are no longer useful to me now. So I, I wouldn't. At where I'm at in my stage, um, or at the stage I'm at in my journey, I wouldn't use that signs and synchronicities test to confirm my twin soul at this point, um, because essentially um, I'm just further along in the journey and I've had to transcend that test. But the reason I teach it and the reason I think it's valuable is because it was useful to, to me at, at one point and it helped me get to where I am now. So that's, um, that's another way that I create content around the twin soul journey. So if something that I'm saying doesn't resonate, um, feel free to click away, post your own understanding online, start your own channel, your own social media, your own website. Um, I never wish to impose my views on anybody. Uh, and I'm just trying to seek, um, I seek to connect with those my work resonates with. So that's kind of where I stand on all this. Um, And the reason that I'm sharing all of that is because um, I wanted to talk about my take on the um, divine masculine and divine feminine and the dichotomy that we in the twin soul world make pretty apparent. Um, So, you know, and this is coming from my own understanding. So basically we hold both energies within. So I believe, and I have experienced that we hold both the masculine and the feminine energies within. And those energies, they, um, they not only, uh, go into different balances with each other, but they also shift from distorted to divine. Um, and they, they shift at the same time because distorted, distorted masculine and distorted feminine, it's the same thing. It's just a pattern. And that can shift to divine masculine and divine feminine, which is also a pattern. Um, So I I believe that those are both within us and um, we we hold both of those energies. As we hold both of those energies and as we bring them into balance, that brings the outer union into balance as well. Because, um, you know, that so so I consider myself a divine feminine, but that that divine masculine that I feel within me is, um, it manifests on the outside through my twin soul. So that, that is what I believe. Um, and you know, I could go a lot deeper into that, but that's the gist of, um, how I understand the masculine and feminine in this relationship. But what I want to say about that is, um, and this is something that I also believe is that there is no separation between these energies. 
So in a union, um, at the highest levels, these energies are completely merged to the point where you would not be able to tell the difference between um, these two energies. So, you know, if, if I were in a, you know, perfect union, which I don't consider myself to be in right now, but if I were, you know, fully ascended and like, um, fully merged with my twin soul, then I would assume that I would not be able to identify as a feminine anymore, a divine feminine anymore because those energies would be so merged. So I wouldn't even be able to distinguish between like masculine traits and feminine traits at that point. That That's kind of, um, and again, this is kind of my assumption, but I think logically it makes sense. Um, so my thinking around this is what actually makes an energy specifically masculine or feminine. It's really nothing. Um, so if you say like, For example, I often say that um, manifestation or magnetization, that is a feminine trait. And um, responsibility and um, setting boundaries, those are masculine traits. But at the higher levels, you wouldn't really, you just wouldn't even be able to distinguish because, um, you know, like magnetization and responsibility, those are effectively the same energy. It's just two different approaches. Um, one is more, um, outer focus and one is more inner focus. And so the highest levels, it would just be how you, how you, um, how you attract things. Um, it would, you know, it would just, there wouldn't be that distinction between those two energies. Um, so what really makes that energy a masculine or feminine energy? It's nothing in my opinion. So right now, um, we have a separation there. Um, We want to understand the masculine and feminine separately because as a planet, um, this is still where we're at. We still see these um, gender differences, basically, and we still are so deeply ingrained in these patterns. But I do think we are transcending them, and I think um, people who understand this, um, basically who understand gender fluidity or who are living their lives, um, with gender fluidity or under, you know, just understanding this at a deeper level, the, the way I would see that is that you have basically already transcended the separation that the rest of us are experiencing with this dichotomy. So basically you're either closer to your union or you've um, achieved your union maybe, but you've basically just, you've made much more progress on this dichotomy than some of the rest of us have. And that includes myself, because I I still need to um, have that separation to really understand the two energies and understand where I'm, you know, not using the right energy or understand where my distorted energy is. Um, I need to do that. But of course, to have any dichotomy um, in this world is simply separation. It, it just is. So, um, you know, I think I think if you understand gender on a different level, um, that's that's pretty cool. That's really exciting. And definitely, you know, I hope that you share your voice on that. 
Um, so I hope this is helpful to you. Um, basically, I agree with people who say that the masculine and feminine dichotomy is kind of BS at the end of the day. Um, I fully agree with that. And what I would say is that that's just where we're at right now. Um, or at least that's where I'm at in my journey. And I think, you know, I think there's a collectiveness around that. Um, and that's okay. So, you know, even my work with the core wound wheel, for example, I talk about how every wound is really just separation. Like there's no difference in the, in the wounding. Um, but as I fracture that out, um, into spokes on that wheel, I'm able to really understand those different threads of separation better. Um, so I, so the way I have the core wound wheel is that separation is at the center and then there are six core wounds, um, control, abandonment, shame, rejection, betrayal, and injustice. And so these are just basically six different flavors of separation. Um, and then from there, I fracture it out even more. And this is so that we can really um, go deeper with it and find all those different threads and come to understand each of those threads as another way we've separated ourselves from each other and from um, our higher power, our creator, and also from our twin soul. So I hope that makes sense as to why we have this dichotomy right now. Um, and I, I, I truly believe it's just a fracturing. Um, it's, it's a fracturing to help us better understand and reclaim those different pieces. So anyway, that's my thoughts on that. Um, next steps, definitely look at the masculine and feminine dichotomy. Um, does seeing those two things separately, is that serving you right now or is it not? And I think if it's not serving you at this stage in your journey, you can actually discard it. Um, if it is serving you at this stage in this journey and you're realizing that you need to really explore these two things in like a very separate way, then that's okay too. It's totally fine. Um, and I, I do not believe that you should bypass that step if that's where you're at because um, that's not going to get you what you want. You have to you have to really um, understand the fracturing before you can understand the togetherness. And so if you if that's where you're at on your journey, that's great. There's nothing, you know, there's no blame. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no judgment around it. Um, I think it's beautiful. I'm I'm happy to be there myself. Um, I love to heal. Um, my wounding in my own time. Like I love healing for the sake of healing and um, it feels, it feels good to be there and it's totally fine. Um, definitely. If you're interested in the dichotomy, you can check out the inner union framework. It's at cardreenqueen.com slash freebies. And then finally, you can leave a comment on this posting. You can share your upset, your story, or your results. Also any insights you have, we'd love to connect with you on this. Uh, additionally, if this is interesting to you, I talk about masculine and feminine more in my book, Your Twin Soul Journey. Um, and this is a guide to experience eternal, unconditional, harmonious, embodied love and union with your divine partner. Um, so this 
this covers so much of the journey, um, lots of different angles, different perspectives, different concepts that are valuable on this journey. So definitely check it out. You can go to cardreadingqueen.com slash twin soul journey. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you have a beautiful and blessed day. Hey there, Sovereigns. This is Monica Grace again, and I just wanted to tell you a little bit more about my new book, Your Twin Soul Journey, A Guide to Experiencing Eternal, Unconditional, Harmonious, Embodied Love, and Union with Your Divine Partner. If you found yourself on the Twin Soul Journey, you probably have questions. In my book, Your Twin Soul Journey, I take you through everything you need to know to keep your head on straight during this crazy, crazy time period in your life. Some of the topics I include are what to do if you've been blocked, ghosted, or separated from the person you believe is your twin, how to handle a twin who's insisting that you're just friends, even though you know there's a deeper connection, why your ex-lover keeps popping up in your life, and how to tell if this person is a spiritual or toxic connection, and what to do if you're with your twin in the physical but the relationship feels complicated and needs a ton of work before you feel like you're truly in union. If you're feeling like there's a spiritual connection here, definitely trust your intuition and make sure you grab my book, Your Twin Soul Journey Today, to get clarity and insight into this unique and fruitful relationship you're experiencing. Go to cardreadingqueen.com slash twin soul journey, and there you'll find links to all the online stores where the book is available. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Twin Soul Journey podcast. See you in the next episode.